It's getting increasingly difficult to do these podcasts whilst there's people at my home, which there always is. So, like, right now, an angry baby is being angry. But let's continue, because since the time this has started, this has been going on, so, like, y'all should be used to it by now. Welcome to my podcast, Shenanigans with the FedEx Kid. This is meant to be listened to as an episode and not as segments. So if you are an anchor and you're listening to this, you will have no clue what's going on. Okay? I'm just saying. I prefer when people listen to it outside of anchor. Makes me feel better, more safe, more anonymous. That's how I feel. Another thing to know is that on Tuesdays, we talk about pure shenanigans. Which there hasn't been much of lately because life is hella depressing right now. And then on Sunday, we talk about serious topics. That way, I keep my life balanced and I don't feel like a shit face when I just talk about random stuff all the time. Which goes to another point that I was trying to make. I feel guilty all the time because I'm like, I want to do something meaningful with my life. But here I am talking about. An incident, I had Starbucks, like we already know, Starbucks at Target sucks, but let's move on from that. Like, I don't want that to be what you guys get from my life because it's just not representative of like what I want to leave this earth with. But at the same time, I've noticed that I have covered sort of important topics in the past and I'm not ashamed of my podcast per se. Definitely I wouldn't want my bosses listening to this. Not that I have bosses, but yeah. Um, I feel like so far I have a good balance, which leads me to today's episode being about practically nothing. Yeah, so I think podcasting is really good for your mental health. People get scared when it comes to mental health. Like, they think that mental health is associated with just like bad things and like negative things and anxiety and depression, but everybody should be concerned with their mental health because it's just like, we live our life every day and we need to be like air quotes functioning people and part of society so you want to make sure that you're good and make sure life is good and sometimes people like really just they don't think about it they're too busy like my mental health is on the back burner because I can't really like I'm not gonna deal with it like I'm fine. So you go through life thinking that you're like okay and then you're shooketh when you're not okay. Maybe I lost my train of thought around here but you know what I'm saying right? Mental health shouldn't just be important to people that are struggling with an illness. It should be important for like everybody. Alright so the day before National Coming Out Day was National Mental Health Day and to my own surprise I didn't really have a lot to say about it like today there was gonna be an event at the South 
House of Solidarity of the South, and I completely forgot about it. Like, I was literally doing nothing in the morning. I could have gone to that, but I didn't, so I'm ashamed of myself. And as uh, someone who, like, just is, you know, like, sort of vocal about mental health issues and whatnot, I found it extremely odd that I didn't have anything to say, nor that I... I just didn't know it was like National or World Mental Health Day. I was shookest by that, but usually like I post and repost things. Now we have uh, Logic with that 1-800 song, so like everybody knows the name, the number for the hotline. A lot of sort of things going on, so I haven't even actually got to today's subject, which I'll get to in one second. As per usual. We're going to be talking about Kendrick Lamar. You'll see how this all relates right now. So the first part of this podcast is really sort of rambly and going nowhere. But there's a couple of things that I want to mention on like mental health. Um, so let National Mental Health Day be a reminder to check your mental health. I know some of us put it on the back burner. I'm doing okay, I'm doing okay, it's not something like that, whatever, and then, um, we're not dealing with stuff, you know what I mean? So, yeah, make sure you're doing things for self-care, make sure you're, you know, working on yourself as a person, that's always good, you can always, like, improve on yourself, don't feel too harshly about certain things that aren't going well. Number two is never be ashamed of any, like, mental health-related problems that you may or may not have because, I mean, if you look at the statistics, there's a good chance that every single person in their life, every single person alive, will experience some sort of mental health thing, such as depression or anxiety, at some point in their life. So it's nothing out of the ordinary, nothing out of this world. So I'm here to tell you that you should not be ashamed of any mental health struggles you may or may not have. And then the last one is kind of very random, but it's sort of applied to my life concerning mental health, but not exactly about, you know, a mental health issue or anything. So I know men, things are a little bit different for them. They don't always feel comfortable saying like, oh, this is going on with my life. This is what's wrong with me, right? But sort of women, we're sort of, we can always talk about things. We're encouraged to do that. And maybe this is not true for your situation, but it's true just in general, I would say. So today, you know, because I'm a woman and I feel so comfortable talking about my feelings, I was like, oh, this and that. And it was something kind of odd to say out loud and and I didn't realize it until I had said it. But then from there, I think that I'm able to move on with this in my life. Like, yeah, it was a weird thing to say out loud, but from here, yeah, I can figure out things, so just go ahead and say everything that you have inside, out loud, put it on a board, 
be real with yourself and from there you'll be able to fix things like i'll give you an example from how i met your mother like that time when Robin and Barney were gonna get married and Ted was being a little like, oh, like this is fine, this is like this is cool, like it's fine. But really it wasn't fine because he was still in love with Robin. So him and Lily go up to the roof and then Lily was like, I love being a mother, but sometimes I wish I wasn't a mother. And then um, Ted says that he's still in love with Robin and that it shouldn't be Barney marrying her it should be him so like saying i don't want to be a mother is a horrible thing to say and then saying you don't want your best friend to marry the girl of your dreams because you want to marry her is sort of like a horrible thing to say i guess but i think from there you're able to move on that's the sort of like it's not a realization what is it like epiphany there you go if you force yourself to say a word you'll have an epiphany and the last thing that I want to talk about is Kendrick Lamar and the term butterfly. So I had a couple of articles to read for my Friday class, but I did not read any. So we're going to talk about the film Paris is Burning, The Aggressives, and how to think of ourselves as butterflies. By the way, I have to give credit to my professor because I really be talking about shit he talks about in his class. and just every time i say something that my professor says i'm gonna be like credit to professor m because i don't really want to say his name but just know that it's him all right so he was like telling us to write poems about being a butterfly but this will all make sense in a second when i tell you what you know I feel really ashamed of myself because instead of saying Kendrick Lamar, I said Kendrick's Lamar. I think you guys should be more kind to me because you guys have to realize that English is my second language, alright? So that's why I sound weird sometimes. I don't know what I wanted to tell you guys about butterflies. I think to explain you like butterfly iconography in the gay latino you know community it'd be really like a three-hour topic so me telling you like hey they use butterfly for all these things but you'd be like okay cool like whatever i don't get what you're talking about and honestly i don't remember what i said in the second part of the podcast so i'll tell you guys what i would like to talk about so you guys remember Kendrick Lamar's To Pimp a Butterfly? I've listened to that album, but after going to class, I sort of feel inspired to like listen to the album. So the teacher said, he argues that Kendrick Lamar wants like everyone from Compton and like similar communities to think of themselves as butterflies and cause you know, Instead of having negative stereotypes to think of yourself as like a butterfly, I think that's what he said. And I have found like a really, I had a difficult time thinking of myself as a butterfly, despite being, you know, femme and all that. I just don't think of myself as a butterfly because I'm sort of like, not like that. <laughs> so I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I'm really inspired to write a poem about being a butterfly because 
like I need to think of myself as something like cute instead of something not cute. I make no sense, but as part of the lecture, this made a lot of sense. And I think I told you guys that I want to talk about Paris's burning and then the aggressives. So interesting. I've watched a lot of LGBTQ videos about everything and I had never heard the term aggressive in my life to describe a lesbian. Never have heard it. But I don't know. I saw it once on an OkCupid okay account and I was like, why would you tell people you're aggressive? That sounds really negative. <laughs> But because I didn't understand it, you know, I don't understand all... You could write a fucking dictionary of LGBT terms. You could, if you want to, if you had time. Pretty sure there is one online. Um, it really made me think of like what people call like butch, lesbians, like, made me understand that way of life differently than what I did before. Yes. So, if I'm not making any sense, it's because obviously I'm not making any sense, but yeah, so I got to learn about what it is to be an aggressive, you know, lesbian. It sounds negative, but it's not. You guys need to watch the documentary. It's on YouTube. So I, I don't know. I just think that it's really a, like a way of existing that is a resistance to the status quo, if you know what I mean. So I just thought it was cool. I thought it was dope. I was like, yes, cool, right? Um, yeah, that's it about that. And then for the Paris is Burning, it was about, you know, drag queens and the ball and all that really a world that I also didn't know about. I was like, there was this beautiful drag queen called Venus. Oh my god, I forgot her other name. Anyways, very beautiful, like young Italian drag queen. And turns out she was murdered and she was maybe 20 something, 23, 22. And they show that at the end of the film, but it's just Like, and then I've looked for most of the people in the film and a lot of them have passed away and I think it's really sad so I don't know it makes me like it makes me sad it makes me wish that there was more resources available for like LGBT people because I think sometimes lack of resources is what causes problems and stuff like that this podcast is going to be slightly longer because I still have something to say about this and then I want to say goodbye to you guys properly. Right, so yeah, I think it's important to have and fund LGBT resources because uh, there's still a lot of people that need help. But at the same time, I like see a difference because a lot of problems that people would associate with you know LGBT are like slightly better but not really <laughs> yeah so that was the thing and so like let me just make sure what I said about the aggressives the film the documentary my bad was what I intended to say uh, representation is what I'm getting at I had never really seen a representation of like 
uh, an aggressive, you know what I mean, like a butch lesbian, I keep on saying the wrong thing, up until Bo from, um, Orange is the New Black, I think, or Boo or something, I don't really remember her name, it's been a while since I watched Orange is the New Black, but you'll know what I'm saying, so I don't know, like, in a weird way, representation, sometimes it helps, um, I don't know, I don't really think much of it. Alright, moving on. Okay, so basically I think my lecture on Friday was about like black and, and brown queer people. Queer people of color. <laughs> there you go. I said it. Uh, I don't know. Like, it's a really weird topic. I think um, I think I told you guys in the last podcast when I was talking about Nashville coming out day that it kind of is really different to be gay and brown. It really is. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I told you guys about like in Mexico City, they literally got 10,000 people that were against gay marriage and they had a march. Like, obviously we have debates in California and stuff like we do in California. We have debates. We were trying to make gay marriage legal for a while. Like, <laughs> we've got issues. Um, but I don't think you could gather 10,000 people at a pro, air quotes, family thing. I just don't, I don't, it wouldn't happen. So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And, and you know, like, my timeline is queer Latinx. That's what it looks like. But I think real world, it's not like that so i don't know i just thought that was an interesting thought so right to say goodbye to you guys y'all need to leave me some feedback i'm out here embarrassing myself on the weekly don't know why but i really would like some feedback hopefully anything of what i said is interesting to you i mean i listen to chris delia sometimes he's boring as shit but i still miss him if i don't listen to him maybe i'm becoming like that part of your life where you're like nah this is shitty and i don't know okay. i realize that this is sunday's podcast and it's going up on saturday but because i've got schoolwork, i need to feel like i'm doing something and just like doing something I have a project, an essay, a presentation, another project, a bunch of reading. It's driving me insane. And, you know, that's basically what I'm dealing with. And, but I'm getting back on track. I'm good. I think. Hopefully. <laughs> I don't know, man. I will see. But now I have, I have Saturday morning free to do something because I changed shifts with somebody. Honestly, it's better to work during the day because work at night get, gets harder. So, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see about that. Oh shit, I was supposed to be saying goodbye. Alright. Ow. Bye. I'll talk to you later.